Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, your host and chief monkey, and this is the Wall Street Oasis podcast. Join me as I talk to some of the community's most successful and inspirational members to gain valuable insight into different career paths and life in general. Let's get to it. In this episode, I'll be chatting with WSO's new finance research intern team again and answering specific questions about the internship itself. This time we talk about the biggest mistake of applying for jobs online. So enjoy that. Everybody, welcome to week two of the WSO internship. Um, For some of you, you're starting this week or just started. Others um, will be starting, you know, soon or started a few weeks ago. I just want to welcome everybody again who is new here. And then, yeah, just open it up to questions. Um, last week, Nabil and I worked on a video um, that was really geared more towards trying to help everybody get started. So kind of giving them a sense of how to kind of select a topic, how to actually start researching it, um, how to start kind of selecting H2s uh, for the subtitles and the subheaders for the article and for the research. And um, hopefully that was helpful to everybody. Um, but yeah, in terms of just uh, for today, for this call, does anybody have questions first off just on the internship or how to get started? Yes, I do. Hey, I'm Shara. Hey. Uh, great to be here. I'm great really to have you. For this, so yeah, um, I, I'd like to get the link for that video. I think that's going to help me out a lot just to get started. I did go through all the you know documents, the PDFs, you know how to get it set up. Um, I think that's going to clear it out for me. Sure. Yeah. It's in the Slack group near the top. Um, there's, there's stuff that's pinned along the top, like the guide. There's one on the left. It looks like two little like blue flags. It says how to start video um, in the general Slack. Um, if you actually go up and look there, I think you will. Um, All right. Got it. Yeah. How to start video internship guides. Yeah. Okay. It's about an hour long. You can, um, it's mostly just like, framing we we chose a topic just to show like how how we go about it and so Nabil kind of went through it and I was like okay what do we do now and I think yeah you know it was an interesting topic we chose it was cash conversion cycle and um which is a very it's actually a very big topic um so hopefully it covers enough even for you know that one I think had I don't know how what was it Nabil like 10 like h2s or 15 h2s yeah something like that yeah like it's just it's a pretty yeah. complicated article just looking at like what other people had written about it and what the other top people that were performing on on uh, google uh had written about it um even so much as like to define accounts receivable accounts payable days payable outstanding stuff like that so um hopefully that gives you enough like some of the some of the topics are much more straightforward than that um but hopefully seeing that more complex kind of uh version will, will allow you to see kind of how to how to structure and outline um, the research for the other topics. Thank you. You're welcome. Where where in the world are you? Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Oh, very cool. Okay, far away from us. <laughs> well, from me, I should say. Um, yeah. So anybody my, my anybody side, else yeah. have questions? So yeah, that video is really helpful. Definitely take a look through there. It's on Wistia, so you can listen to it at like 2x speed. So it makes it much less painful. <laughs> So if Bill and I are like, uh, you know, going through that, you can, you can sprint through it and then slow it down when there's something like, you're like, wait, wait, what was that? Like, that's, that's important. You can slow it down and then just rewatch it, you know, whatever parts you want. Um, that's a kind of more efficient way to get through it. And of course, feel free to track your time on that. That's part of the internship. Uh, you can get credit for that. So um, make sure you're, you're running your stuff there. Um, ideally, you know, you're spending a few hours reading through everything, you know, getting set up, you're picking your first topic and, you know, you're giving it a shot at like outlining it, asking us any questions as you go. Um, and then what, what we're going to do is we have 
somebody kind of going through looking at all the initial articles, making sure that you know everything's checked off on the checklist. If everything's looking good, then it'll get passed on to Nabil or one of our other editors who will start going through and like giving commentary around like, hey, let's flush this section out a little bit more. Let's this is too long or this is too repetitive or, hey, let's you know, this is too short kind of thing uh, for specific sections and hopefully give you guys enough guidance to to um, to kind of improve as writers and as researchers um, throughout the throughout the internship. But yeah, where's everyone else coming from? Uh, so we have. Right now, UAE represented, US, California, in California, West Coast. We have uh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Where else? London. Also, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Hey, Alman. How are you? Nice background. It, it's, it looks nice like mine, my fake, my fake office. <laughs> yeah, just similar. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, Connecticut. Hey, Rob. So, How are you doing? Good, good. So yeah, any questions around, oh, we got someone in Nigeria. It's a lot of cotton, continents represented here, which is really cool. A very close, it's a very global internship. So yeah. I'd love for you guys, maybe what we can do, Nabil, I was just thinking off the cuff is we might be able to set up like a, a chance for just the interns to meet as well. And if they want to do like a, a another group chat without us on it, where you guys can just network and talk to each other and give each other yeah. tips and stuff, I think. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we could coordinate that because I think there's pro there's probably a lot of sharp driven people here because we're seeing a lot of people who have like masters in finance apply, CFAs, CPAs. So like, obviously a very motivated group that you know people who are willing to do this and, and improve their resume and improve their CV uh, tends to be a good group to know. So I think exchanging information, connecting on like LinkedIn um, or whatever other um, way you want to connect, whether it's just you know exchanging you know WhatsApp you know, contact, stuff like that. So, you know, whether you're targeting to, to move to London, to move to New York, uh, Singapore, other finance hubs, uh, Hong Kong, doesn't matter. Like there's probably people in the group that are similar to you and, and can help <laughs> yeah. um, in that sense. So maybe that's something we can do maybe for the, for the group. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll get on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to open it up. So if there's no other questions on the internship, again, just. I have some questions about the internship. Yeah. Keep going. Should I email to Nabil for to open the access to the Excel file? I mean, Google spreadsheet file. Um, I think you should. I think it should be open, right, Nabil? Yeah, uh, it's the link on the form. Uh, is it not working? I could just send the link if you join Slack. Um, uh, yeah, could you please send? Because in the guideline, I saw that the tab is locked with a password or something like that. Almat, is that true for the, the Google Sheet at the top of the uh, intern group? It says SEO project tracker. Is that? Yeah, I just saw from the. It's closed for you? Okay. Yeah, we'll take a look at it. I had a question regarding the courses um, on the spreadsheet. Um, you know, clicking on one of them, it says, um, you know, it says page not found on it, or, you know, I need access to it. So, so how, does, how does the courses work? Uh, which course was that? Um, just the the course tab, like on the on the bottom, on the silhouette. Where is it? Let me find it. On the spreadsheet. Yes, it's on the spreadsheet. Nabil, do you know what is being referenced? Nope. Uh, courses. I'll I'll, I'll 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 tell you right now. Just give me hold on. Oh, I see courses. Sure. Oh, these are yeah. That's not where. If you want to know what courses to get to, just go to the site itself. These are like. This was like a section of like potentially we're going to change uh, URLs for course where the courses sit and live. Right? They're not actually live or done or anything like that. To see what courses you qualify for as you put in more time, just go to wallstreetoasis.com and the, there's the courses menu at the top. Just click courses and you can grab any courses as you put in time throughout the internship for free. You know, you can you can claim those as you go. You don't have to wait till the end. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, good question. So, so how does that work? How, uh, we do like an X amount of hours and then we, we can redeem a course. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's 25, right, Nabil? Yeah, or 25 20. uh, per course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so predominantly, uh, we're going to be working on search engine optimization and writing. Um, and so going through all of these articles, uh, this skills page, do we get a copy of it or on our own? Like, do we make a copy of this? Like, I think that's what I was confused on because... 
Um, you know, status, top pages, I'm looking at the skills page. Do we make a copy of this for our own record? Do we share that with you or do we edit this? Uh, you could do either, to be honest. But if you if you make a copy and then upload your version, then you'd have to give us access and put a link in there. Okay. Uh, if not, you could just edit the one that's already there. We use a script and like generated all of them, so it's easier. I think you could use just use the one that's there, the Google Drive link that's already there. Just make sure you're um, saying it's assigned to yourself. So I think when you watch the how to start video, it'll become much more clear. Got it. But, but basically, you'll be going in. You'll you can choose whatever topic you want in there. In the first few, we're just really trying to guide you, make sure you understand, like, you know, where are you falling short? Where do you need more help? Um, are you following all the, the checklist items um, that were for all the things we're trying to hit? Um, but yeah, I would just use the one, the Google Drive links that are already there. They should be open and allow you to start, um, you know, writing, creating the outline right there directly in it. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for all the questions. This is good because I'm sure everyone, I'm sure there's other people that have similar questions. Liam's been, uh, Liam, you're a veteran, right? Uh, you've been around for a while on it. Yeah, I'm currently in week eight. So um, I was actually going to add something on to what um, you guys said is this is just like my personal suggestion, something that I wish I kind of did was for the, I would say if you're just starting for the first two or three articles, um, I would pick a topic that you're already kind of familiar with. This way you can kind of focus more on like the writing part of it. Because I remember like my first two articles and the bill kind of sent me back and had me redo it. And I think part of that was because I didn't fully know what I was talking about. That makes sense. So I would like start with like two or three topics that you already have like a good background knowledge in. So like you're less focused on like the research aspect of it and then more like the writing aspect of it. So that was kind of what I was just going to chip in on. It's great advice. Yeah, it's great advice. I'm um, telling people to do things they don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's, that's good advice. Yeah, probably should have them focus on something they know and then move to something they don't. So, so, so Kim, uh, you know, how, how many, how much time do you put in? I mean, I calculated it's like two hours a day. Uh, how do you, how do you kind of schedule it out or pace it out for yourself? Yeah, that's, um, that's actually another thing that I was thinking about talking about. I was going to maybe talk about later, but, um, so like the 15 hours, it is like a little bit difficult. I don't know. I, I don't know if you're a student, but I am a student and I also have like a part-time job. So I don't know. It's like, gets a little bit, uh, to balance, but what I would do is try to, like work at the same times every week, if, if that's possible, if you're able to set, like I can, I know like Monday nights are really well. So I usually do like two or three hours Monday nights. And then I know like Thursday afternoon, like I have nothing. So I usually do like three to four hours Thursday afternoon. And then Sundays, I have really no responsibilities on Sundays. So that's like another day where like I do a lot. So I would just try to get into habit because I've had like one or two weeks where like I haven't really done it well. And then Sunday is the last day of the week for me where I've had to do like five or six hours and it just kind of gets stressful. So I would definitely say like find times, hopefully you have a set weekly schedule and find times around the set weekly schedule to do it. That, that would be my advice. Yeah, it, it creeps up on you. It doesn't sound that much, but it's it's a lot. It's a big commitment. Um, and so like, and the reason we do that is is really because, you know, if we do five, 10 hours, it, it ends up being like, it's it's a lot for us to to manage such a large group already. And so like, we want to make sure it's people who are like motivated and committed to do it. And, you know, from this group, we've Nabil started off in this group. Um, and so I hired him full time just to help manage it because he was doing such a great time. We hired another, I think Viomesh is on here. Uh, Viomesh, you can show your face and say hi. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I also hired Viomesh uh, full time to help with the team. So, like, we are looking at this group too, as well. Um, I know a lot of you are still in university or in college and, and whatnot, but we are looking at this team as well for like potential talent um, for, the, for just full time as well. Um, Although I assume most of you will be using it for resume CV builder. And by the way, that's why we changed the title of the internship for those, Liam, when you started, it was like SEO or finance writer internship. We changed the title of the internship to make it more beneficial for you to be able to like make it sound more finance, you know, finance research analysts. Yes, you're researching finance topics. So it's much easier for you to like leverage it for, um, a finance type of role. What, what is the new, I, I didn't even see that. What is finance the research analyst internship? So, yeah. And I think what would be cool in the bill, I, I almost want to create like a, I'm going to create like a little section on a resume to show you how I would actually market this on your, um, on your CV. So show you like, what's the best way to do it so that it looks really good. Um, 
like an example of, of, you know, what I would write upon like successful completion of it to just to catch the eyes of like recruiters and stuff. I have a question. Um, where, where does, where'd you get the name wall street oasis? Like what's the, what's the background on that? Good question. Well, back in 2006, when I founded the community, it was actually I banking oasis. So, cause it was just focused on investment bankers. Um, Oasis, the thought process was it was, it's a really rigorous career. You're working, you know, 80 to hundred hours a week. And this was supposed to be an online community where you should go to like, you know, uh, get a break, you know, talk to people, have fun, um, and, you know, not be so stressed out in the desert. That is, <laughs> that is wall street <laughs> or finance career. So it was a place where, you know, you could get some relief. Um, and so that was the thought process of Oasis. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm part of it because, you know, I'm in Saudi, a lot of sand here, you know, complete desert. So. <laughs> you need it more than other people, yeah. <laughs> no BL2, uh, yeah. especially uh, especially in the summer. <clears throat> but Liam, thanks for that those comments. That's super helpful. Um, and yeah, so I, I'll do that. I'll put together like a little mini, um, mini resume. Uh, section for you guys because I think it I think it'll be really useful to highlight um, how best to to market it for you when you start applying um, and then we'll try to get you will try to get some more networking uh, events for the whole team together um, I think it would be cool maybe Nabil we have like a sheet of people who are going through it but maybe we have like um, in location maybe we have like a separate sheet somewhere that shows like everyone can have access to it and so yeah you know, people who are open to networking and talking with other people, they could mark, they could mark something down like, yes. Yeah. And, and I'm trying to target, you know, move to London or I'm trying to do this. And I think it'd be helpful, like just with the, all the visa issues, um, you know, Nabil's yeah. even talking about this potentially moving to Canada or London eventually um, and how we can help him get there for uh, yeah. banking and stuff. So. So, yeah, I could, I could, we could probably put a form and like ask people to fill it out, like have uh weather based off because i think the form we have isn't like properly done yeah uh, so some, sometimes people just uh put different locations but that's not weather based off so yeah. i'll i'll circulate a form yeah and then like people fill it out and then we could probably organize something around that if that makes sense yeah that sound good yeah yep. cool any other questions where is everybody in the world what's uh what are people doing i know liam's in school are you in school is it shot yeah, I just graduated, um, uh -huh. pandemic, you know, COVID-19 graduation of social distancing. So you, you already know my graduation took place online on Skype, which I thought was so disrespectful <laughs> considering four years of scrutiny, but, uh, you know, um, minor setback for a major comeback. Uh, you know, it, it's a bit hard here, you know, in Saudi Arabia, post pandemic, everything going on. And, you know, um, I think Riyadh is going to be a, a major hub. Um, in the Middle East, I know Dubai is Hobar, and I think Riyadh is going to be a big one in the next five, ten years. So uh, there's a lot that's going on here. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that's where I am right now. I'm like actively applying here and there, LinkedIn, you know, day and day out. What are you and, What are you targeting? Um, so my background is economics and business. So I'm I'm literally finance. Like I saw this and I read everything, and I'm like check, 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 check. Yeah, you got a checklist. I'm like boom, baby, like Wall Street, like, you know, from Wall Street Oasis to Wall Street, New York one day, you know, that's the goal. So, uh, you know, uh, you know what they say, right? Like success doesn't demand a price. Every step forward pays a dividend. So, you know, that that's, that's why I'm here. Uh, I expect my results. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good part is, you know, you don't just get the experience, you get the skills too, if you actually take the courses seriously. Um, so hopefully you guys will take advantage of that because we put a lot of work into those, a lot of time and effort. And I think they're, you know, they're top by top bankers, uh, top finance pros all around the world. So it's, they're, they're really well done. And I think they give you a lot more than your school will give you in terms of like actual practical knowledge. Cause you'll actually be doing, you'll be doing actual cases like real deals, um, and stuff like that, rather than, um, you know, theoretical economics. I was an economics major too. So I know how, um, how little I use it in the real world. <laughs> But, uh, but good to hear. No, it's, uh, that's awesome. So um, you're good, you graduated undergrad, it sounds like. Yeah. 
And so any prospects right now, anything going on with interviews or? Um, I, I have this one at an investment firm mm -hmm. and I'm in the, in the middle of it. Uh, it's in Alcobar next to Dubai. Um, yep. It's kind of on the East coast. So hopefully that one comes out, you know, knock on wood, like I got my fingers crossed, you know, that's, that's going to be a big one for me. Um, in the meantime, I am just like focused in on this one. I'm honing in and, you know, I know at the end of 12 weeks, I'm going to come out a different man. Monkey nation. <laughs> How about you, Gaurav? Uh, you say you're in Dublin. Um, what's going on with you? Yes, Patrick. First of all, uh, thank you so much for this call. Uh, it really helps to, you know, get, get to know you and Nabil and, you know, just uh, put a face to the names and the photos, which we were seeing on the for groups sure. and things like that. So that's great. Um, so I've recently come to Dublin for uh, my master's uh, in post-graduation in MSc in FinTech. So I have around seven years of work ex prior to this, mostly into the finance field and the technology side of it. I have been working with companies like BlackRock, JP Morgan, and um, even uh, like Accenture mm -hmm. in, in these kind of FinTech projects. But since I'm here in Dublin and I'm just, you know, pursuing my master's, um, I, I thought this is a great opportunity to, you know, to learn something new because at times it happens that, you know, when you just take a break from your practical career side of things, it, it tends to happen that you kind of move away from the academic or the theoretical things. So I think this internship, you know, opportunity helps me to keep in touch with the topics. Yeah. And, and what, are you, what are you trying to do after? Yeah. What are you trying to do after the master's? Yeah, so so that's what I was just giving an idea. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of betting on this to be a gateway for me to, you know, just uh, get some experience in Dublin while I'm studying, one thing. Mm -hmm. Second second would be like, you know, as I'd already connected with Nabil as well previously, is I would also like to, you know, work full-time with you guys because what uh, initial research and initial understanding of, of this organization, which I have acquired, it's it's just amazing what you guys do. It's Thank quite you. You know, innovative and refreshing. Uh, and and it's to be honest, it's a bit different from the typical Wall Street vibe. So so that's great. You know that's difficult to achieve. Uh, you know in, in these times. Yeah. So that's great. So so I'm hoping to you know uh, join you guys full time after this internship. Great. All right. Let's see. We're looking. So. <laughs> <laughs> The gauntlet has been thrown. No, just kidding. Um, no, yeah. Yeah, great. No, we love that. We love the motivation and the the effort. Um, so yeah, for sure. We're always looking for, for great people to, to help join us. Um, anybody else who's, so we got Dublin, we got um, Saudi Arabia, we got Connecticut, we got we're all over the place, California, UAE, uh, Almaty, and, and uh, is it Kazakhstan? Yeah, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. So, uh, yeah, anybody else? Any other questions? Rob, where are you at? Um, Hamza, how about you? Actually, I got to have a question. Yeah, shoot. So, I've kind of just started, like, the recruiting cycle for, like, the 2023 summer analyst position. So, like, I just kind of started to send out applications to, like, the big banks. First off, I hope you're not doing interviews with the Wolf of Wall Street poster behind you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I have, we have study rooms I go to. Just, Love just, it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was, like, wondering if you had, like, any advice just because, like, it's such um, it's just, like, so competitive nowadays. And, like, like even, like, I kind of applied to a bunch of stuff for this summer, but like, I, I didn't really hear back. I have some, I'm probably going to end up working like at a small wealth management firm over the summer just to have some experience under my belt. Rob, but remind like, me what year you are first. I'm, I'm a sophomore right now. You're a sophomore. Did you do anything freshman summer? No, I didn't really like, I didn't really know it was an option. Yep. Like my, I started kind of working with our career center here in the fall. And then, and you, you're I at a non-target, right? I remember you're at like a yeah, Fair, Fairfield University. Fairfield. Yeah, Fairfield. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be like an uphill battle. Is your GPA high at least? I have a 3.7. Okay, so it's good. Um, that helps. If you had been yeah. like 3.2 or 3.1, it would have been even harder. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you have that. Um, have you started kind of talking with people on LinkedIn? Oh, uh, yeah. Like we have like the one like thing that like Fairfield kind of like, like tries to sell on is like their alumni network. And yep. like we're starting to like break into like, I know like we have a strong presence in UBS and um, 
I know they're having like some event here, but I've like started kind of talking to people and going on calls and like, so like that, and that was kind of in the fall and I've still been doing it now. I just spoke to someone in private equity. Cause like, I'm kind of up in the air. Like I want to like, I kind of want to go into investment banking to get the experience. Cause like if once you're in there and then you have that under your belt, you can kind of pivot wherever you want. So like, that's kind of what I want to do. Yeah. So I just, cause like all the apps just start, like I know Goldman just opened today. I applied to Morgan. It's so State. early. It's so early. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Insane. Yeah. So it's just like, it's such a, it's. Well, it makes it harder for people crazy. like you from like a non-target background. Um, I think, you know, what I'd say is like, have you, you know, if you want to go banking, first off, I would say like, forget Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, like the other places, like yeah. you, could, you could get it, but like, unless you're talking to people already there and you know, bankers and you can name drop and they can pull your resume out of the pile, even a three, seven from a Fairfield, you're just not going to get picked Yeah, because they can load up. They can load up from kids from the Ivies and the, the semi targets. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Fairfield, you have a little bit of a little bit of presence, like you said, in like a UBS, but like realistically, like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You're not going to, no, you're, you're not going to get like yeah. interviews. Like it's just not going to happen unless you're talking to people. So, um, I would say like you should be aggressively going after like sophomore summer. If you can get any, like any banking internship, mm-hmm. or even if you're pitching the whole summer and it's like not even a good bank, but it's yeah. an investment banking analyst internship. And by mm-hmm. the way, this, this, um, this internship you're doing with us is like the exact thing that you need on the resume to actually probably get looks from those boutiques and middle market firms. Mm -hmm. But like, don't throw those out thinking like, Oh, if I don't get bulge bracket, it's over. Like the real reality is like, it's so easy to lateral once you get that first job. So like just getting your foot in there and don't, don't turn your nose up at like a good middle market Mm -hmm. bank because it's, oftentimes better <laughs> like you yeah, get paid yeah, like, like, as well and work like 20 hours less a week um yeah. you're not killing yourself yeah so um i mean almost all of them are tough but what i'd say is like you know how many connections are on your linkedin right now like how many people are you knocking out or like I, i'm almost at like 400 i have yeah. like i reach out to like i've i reach out to a lot because we have like a decent amount of alumni and like Morgan State, like we do have like a lot of like presence in the big banks and like it's kind of growing a little bit. So like, but, but front office, of, front office ID. I know, like I spoke with someone recently in TMT mm-hmm. at UBS. We have like Capital Markets, um, is big, and that's like like um Equity Capital Markets, something I was kind of interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't know, I'm just kind of like I. So how are you approaching those? Like, yes, yeah, so, okay, so that's great, but like that's a tiny fraction, like 400 it's nothing right so like you should be sending out 100 linkedin invites to oh, yeah, no i was like every time i like apply to something or just use something i just like even if they're not alumni because even i get like random responses yeah, I mean, even before you apply even the people you're not applying places you're not applying to because like again what you're applying to and what you're dropping your resume at that's yeah. like 10 percent of the actual jobs available mm-hmm. right yeah, so i've other- done i've done a lot of like yeah like kind of those calls like yeah, good. I a lot in the fall too. And then I kind of follow up. Yeah. So I just like, just trying to like kind of build a presence. So when like now that it's starting to like apply, kind of leverage the connections I've made. Yep. So that's just kind of like where I'm at. Are you doing middle markets though too? Um, hey. I honestly haven't looked into middle markets yet. I've, I literally like the past month is when I've, I kind of just started setting out the big apps. Cause like now everything start like even, even in like the middle market banks, like they're, those apps are also coming out now. Oh yeah. Like everything's coming out like now for. Yeah. Years. And that's why I say like, it's so hard, it, even as a sophomore, it's like your know, sophomore year's not even over and you're already like yeah. forced to like for junior summer. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, you have to know what you want to do. Yeah. So um, people are always like, Oh, you have time. You have time. I'm like, don't follow that advice. You don't have time. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if you're a freshman and you know what you want to do, like you're at a huge advantage. Um, yeah. So uh, for the younger crew that's in here, I don't, it sounds like some of you are older, but um, what I'd say, Rob, is like, just don't like put in the legwork now, or even if it's like, even if you miss this cycle, mm-hmm. put in the legwork now, because wherever you end up this summer, whether it's just only working with us or whether it's, you know, doing something, it gives you a much better chance, like come, even if you don't get pulled for an interview um, mm-hmm. and you want to be interviewing at boutiques and banks, you want to take as every single interview you can get, yeah. especially if it's banking specific. Cause like your first few times you're going to be, you're just going to suck at interview. It's just like, no matter how many mock interviews you do, 
<laughs> it's a different thing when it's like a real, real deal. You know what I mean? So like you want those reps um, when it doesn't necessarily matter as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say just like, yeah, don't, don't get discouraged, but you know, the, it's got to switch. Like let's say it passes this whole recruiting cycle passes. You don't get to say you get one or two interviews and you strike out like your whole next, like the whole summer, the whole like next, you got to be like, it's like a full-time job. Yeah. It's to, to break in from Fairfield. Like it's going to be a full-time job. You got to keep your GPA up. It's, it's not easy. Um, That's what like a lot of the alumni I've talked to that have like broken, like they've said the same thing. It's like, but you, you gotta be like, cra- you gotta be a little bit crazy. Like you yeah. have to be like 400 connections. Like, no, you gotta be sending out a hundred connection requests a day, a day. Yeah. Like, and then that'll lead to like one 10 people, ways. like 15 people accepting. Yeah. And then maybe one person getting on the phone. So then you're having a call every day of mm-hmm. the week with a new person. And you get so comfortable just talking about like asking questions. You get so comfortable that whole, that just becomes a crazy, a crazy skill for you. And then when you're in the interview, you like you're yeah. so comfortable talking about like banking asking the right questions you just seem more knowledgeable and it helps you so mm-hmm. um but yeah um yeah and in terms of presence like little things like matter so like a person who's going to go to bat for you they want to see like that you're um that like you're serious about it because they don't want to like put their neck out there for like you if, if you're just like yeah. kind of waffling or whatever so i'd say when you're doing those calls like try to look presentable like have a you don't have to have a tie on, but like try to have a button up shirt and a blazer on. Yeah. I usually go, I usually just go like shirt and tie with a jacket. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Just making yeah. sure. Um, and that little, those little things can, you know, they make a difference because it shows like you're, you respect their time and stuff like that. Definitely, and, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? You think you're going to make it this year? I, I think, I think I'll have a good shot. Well, for next summer, I think I'm going to have a good shot. Yeah. This summer, it's like because I apply to a bunch of stuff. I have yeah. like something lined up just to like um like a family connection. So for I sophomore for sophomore summer for the yeah for this upcoming summer. Good. What sophomore is it? Summer. Wealth it's management. um it's wealth management. I'm like working with a financial advisor. Yeah. So it's like it's better. It's like better than nothing. Better and than nothing. Better than nothing. Yep. A lot of stuff. But I think I'm gonna be. I think I'll be pretty good for um for junior year because we and like here like they kind of have a lot of events like. We have something in a couple of weeks that they kind of told us about that, like they're having like a bunch of Wall Street guys are coming up to like talk to us, and it's like kind of like a networking event. So they do a lot of stuff like that. That's awesome. So and you're close enough where you can go into the city, right? Yeah, I'm like an hour train ride. Even I'm from New York, so I, I'm like from like an hour north of the city. Yeah, it's home, a huge like an advantage. Like you should be so. instead of even getting on calls, you should say I'm going to be in New York on these from this time for this time, da da da, and try to stack like a bunch of coffee chats. This guy, this is gonna damn honestly never. And actually, that. like meet people face to face, it's much more powerful than Zoom. Um, so like you know, have your resume there. Don't shove it in their face, but they'll <laughs> yeah. probably ask, right? Yeah. Um, but more about just like putting a face to to a name, and then like, for sure, when it t- comes time for recruiting next year, like literally, your whole summer should be like, hey, I'm coming to New York. I'm in New York okay. from here to here. You can make it up. Like, just mm. know you can get there. And if they say yeah. yes, then you just go. <laughs> yeah. And then try to stack whatever them. it takes, you know, and try to stack, you know, try to stack them though. So it's more efficient. So like try to have three or four coffee chats each, yeah, so each time you yeah. go into New York. So you're there. So you're making the most. Out yeah. Of yeah. Even if you have to stay like a couple hours and, you know, do whatever. Um, yeah. I have family that work down there too. So that kind of works. So do that. Go, go in, go in person if you can. Yeah, no, I will. Um, huge advantage being so close to, to New York. Um, even, even to the point where I've heard people go like, like they'll have like a list of 20 to 30 people. Like, let's say you get crazy good at like, just, you start just blasting out network or connection mm-hmm. requests on LinkedIn. So you just have this huge, you just end up having like several thousand bankers mm-hmm. that are in New York as your connections to the point where I've seen people go down to like near the wall street area and just start pinging. They're like, Hey, I'm here. I'm actually in, I'm in town. Da, da, da. Do you have five minutes for a coffee? They send it to a hundred people, you know, they send it to like hundred people and they wait. And then a couple of them are like, actually, yeah, I'm headed down here. Meet me here. And then boom, you run and like, you're there and you get a, you get a coffee chat. Um, even to that point, mm-hmm. um, I've seen people go and it, it, it tends to, it tends to work. You just want to get as many conversations as you can. Yeah. So I kind of always say it's like, just knock on a hundred doors. Like just keep knocking. Something's got to fall eventually. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I would change that shit to several thousand doors. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's right. I mean, it's a numbers yeah. game, right? Um, exactly. I'd say, I'd say yeah. online applications dropping from a Fairfield without a connection, you're looking at like a 1% response rate. Yeah. That's why I'm like, that's why like whatever I, whatever I do, I'm trying to like get a couple connections, especially, well, I'm just like too, I'm like kind of just start like, cause now it's like, I'm, I'm just looking ahead to next year. So like, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm just. Yeah. And that's fine. That's good. But just, yeah. If you have the, the internal connection, obviously it dramatically increases to like 10%. Right. Um, but yeah, cool, man. Well, good luck. <laughs> um, anybody else want to talk through their situation? Um, applications. Guy, is it guy? Yeah, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll go. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, go ahead. I'm, I'm really happy for Rob. You know, he's he's a young buck, you know. So he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's kicking, he's going after it. It's good. Yeah, he's got time. Right. You're, you graduated, so what are we going to yeah. do with you? He's, uh, he's, he's, I feel like for homework, he watches Wolf of Wall Street, you know. Hence the <laughs> back. So it's nice. It's nice. I love it. I love that. Well, I already graduated, so, you know, I'm, <laughs> um, but, you know, we all get our own deck of cards in this life, so. Uh, you know, so so basically the situation in Saudi Arabia is the market is very hard to get into, especially for entry-level jobs because of Saudiization. And Saudiization is basically Saudi Arabia incentivizing, right? Uh, all the companies here, you know, your big four, PwC, blah, 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 any and every company to hire Saudis at entry-level positions. Because what happened you before- Saudi? I'm not Saudi. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what so, are you? Yeah. I'm sorry? What, where are you from? Or I'm what from are you? Pakistan. Okay, so that's tough. That, yeah. It's not so, tough. It's a real challenge. So, so why are you there? My father works here. He works in freight forwarding. He's like works in a company, part owner type thing. So I wanted to start with him, but, you know, operating agreements, you can't do you have, have to stay there. Do you have to stay in Saudi or do you want I to? I don't have to stay. I can like go anywhere, you know, Dubai, Qatar, like, you know, come, come with you guys, you know, so I you got to go talk to Nabil, uh, network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause Nabil pretty well connected there. Uh, especially PwC and stuff. But like I, I, I would use, I don't know, is Nabil is LinkedIn yeah. on in, uh, UAE? Nabil, I'll connect with you for sure. Uh, you know, your support would just mean, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're in UAE for sure, man, like I can I can connect you with people, yeah, yeah. But if you're willing to even move, like you should just be getting on call. You should be networking, like on LinkedIn. Same thing I said to Rob. You should be like, yeah, kind of have a target of like, okay, I'm gonna actually go for transaction advisory services, for example, because eventually I want to go banking. So TAS is a great place to start with the big four. So let's say you want to go, you're like, that's my target. Like that's gonna be my first foot in the door. That's what I'm gonna go for. Then you could literally go start just networking with all the big four people in uh, UAE, in Qatar, you know, wherever, any, any region near you or, or any city near you that you'd be willing to move to. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Have, yeah, you, yeah. have you talked to people from the PIF, by the way? Uh, they've got like a lot of money going in, right? Uh, and I think that they're onboarding quite a few people there from what I hear at least, but like most of the big four stuff goes from UAE to Saudi to work on projects. So yeah, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, so, definitely, definitely. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you could probably go and talk to people there and see if because they're aggressively recruiting now. So I'm pretty sure, like, uh, well, someone's gonna listen. But yeah, you could try. You know, you, you gotta try always. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I treat it like a job. I mean, if you're doing this, you're gonna have time. It's yeah. this is gonna take yeah. a couple weeks. So like, you should be doing this and networking like a maniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm doing. I'm a manic. You know, I, I have that <laughs> like. You know, between 30 to 50 every day, I'm just on LinkedIn. You know, I got Middle East locked on, so I'm just applying everywhere. Um, but I'll, I'll actually do this because- but Not I, even applying, not even applying. Yeah, I think the you thing is you probably shouldn't apply because in these places, if you want to get noticed, you got to know someone in the door. Otherwise, uh, going to LinkedIn- Applying's a waste like, of time, guys. I, I'll just keep saying this. You're dropping your resume into an online portal that it may, it will likely never get seen. You need to know somebody on the inside. Then when they say, oh, yeah, let me see, did you apply? Then you can be like, oh, yeah, click, click. Yeah, I applied. <laughs> yeah. You know? So you, it's, it's impossible, like, especially in this part of the world, like, you know, Patrick, we're noticing with the applicants too, right? Like, it's crazy. Everyone's just applying. So like, recruiters just hit with a bunch of things, right? So a bunch of applications to so just go with people they know already. 
the chances are going to like drastically improve if you talk to people, like get in there, talk to people, see who you can meet for coffee. And the best part is like people are really open here. Like they'll meet you. Maybe not like a few people, like they might be rude, but that's fine. Like, yes, it's, it's the ones who, uh, who you get to meet that matters. Right. So that's what I would do probably. And it's the same over the Gulf, right? The culture is the same. It's not a lot different because we have this amortization thing here too, but then you still get people going in. Yeah. Yeah. We're spending the same. It's really actually really insightful. We're spending the same amount of money promoting this internship on LinkedIn across like 20 different countries. And I think the biggest ones are Brazil and UAE, right? In terms of the number of applicants. Yeah. And I was like, UAE, what's going on? But now I have two full-time employees from UAE. <laughs> They're awesome. I'm like, these guys are awesome. So like you're up against some pretty tough competition. Yeah, that's that too. Like a lot of people just come in and then, you know, you have people with a lot of qualifications. So yeah, that's that too. But then networking goes a long way. Uh, LinkedIn applications, like uh, I've never got like a call from them, maybe one like long back, but it's shit. Yeah. So yeah, you uh, the big ones are like for all the people who network, at least the big jobs, yeah. So yeah, go ahead, like ping me, like uh, I can, I can help you out. I'll do that. I'll do that shortly. And yeah, I'll definitely look around, talk to some people. I know I got a few, you know, family connections here and there. So let's see, you know, they all help you until time comes and then they're like, oh, like, uh, you know, this is, uh, okay. Thank you, uncle. Like, you know, you mean a lot to me. Well, yeah. Don't even rely on the family. Just like re- rely on just, um, yeah. yeah, just, just tough work, you know, hard work and, and yeah. meeting people and. It, sometimes it's enough just to get on a phone call. Literally, if you just get on a phone call, you can, um, the phone call alone is enough to get your resume pulled out for the interview. Like mm-hmm. it just dramatically increases your chances of landing an interview. Applying so, so online, like you clicking and sending your resume online to many different places is going to keep your like, um, is going to keep your response rate like below 1%. So you mean like recruiters reaching out to the recruiters on there, like, you know, high up people? Is that no, what I mean, I mean, reaching out specifically to the people who, who work there in the same job that you're targeting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, talking to those people, like, you know, those people may be one tier higher that are maybe helping hire for that job. Yeah. Yeah. Because HR, yeah, HR matters. But like, if they, if HR, if somebody goes to HR, sends, shoots them a quick email, be like, hey, make sure you, uh, interview this guy, Sharuk, he had the, you know, he showed the initiative to actually like reach out and get on the phone with me. Yeah. Um, boom. Suddenly that online application, it went from like is a one or 2% chance of getting an interview to like a 90% chance. Like as long as the HR doesn't draw, forget, you know, <laughs> which can happen. <laughs> yeah. um, but then more importantly, you're building up this funnel. Think of it as like sales, you're selling yourself, right? So if you're talking to 20 people, it's this big. If you're talking to 50 people, it's this big. If you're talking to 300 people, like talking, meaning you've had a phone call and you've uh, start, you follow up with them every three to six months. You have this huge wide net of like you're across hundreds of companies. Um, what's going to happen is a lot of them will email you tiny, a tiny part will email you actually start even wider. Say you reach out 2000 people on LinkedIn that are in the exact type of role you want, right? Only about out of those 2000 people, probably only have hundred calls, right? So much more narrow out of those, probably only about 10, We'll go to bat for you. And out of those 10 interviews, you'll land two, one to two jobs. Right. Yeah. So it's a, you have to go super wide at the top, but guess what? A, a LinkedIn connection literally takes 10 seconds. Yeah. Like That's 10 good. seconds. And you can have like, you can tailor the message in the one line subtly to be like, Hey, I noticed that you work in TAS uh, advisory services. Da, da, da. I'm looking at, you know, starting out my career here boom and then just like send that to like 300 people (laughs) in like a day or two days (laughs) um but yeah it's about getting i go through that i go through a lot of this advice in the 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 podcast that i have a monkey to millions where i'm like mentoring people i'm like no what are you doing like you're wasting your time stop applying and start actually reaching out and getting phone calls because the phone calls lead to interviews yeah the applications don't lead to interviews the phone calls lead to interviews and that's it's like all backwards it's like people are like People like to think they're being busy and trying to get a job by clicking apply online when that's not how you land a job. You land a job by building a relationship, by meeting somebody and then saying, oh, I like that guy. And then be like, hey, make sure, hey, make sure you interview him. And then suddenly your odds of landing a job just like dramatically explode. You get the difference? Yeah. 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 
It's like skipping step. And one. it's not like you're afraid to get on the phone. Like you seem comfortable. You're talking here. So yeah. <laughs> you know? And I mean, I've I've sent emails to partners like and, and I've got replies. So I think that works here. It doesn't work elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Off off uh, big fours and stuff. So that that works too. Of places I had no connection, like prior connection at uh, a couple of others, like Delight and PwC. I do know, know people, but the other two I don't. Hey, do you, think like, the HR pers- you think the HR person will listen to a VP or a partner when they say, "Hey, interview this person"? They'll make sure yeah. you're on the interview list. Yeah, like <laughs> they don't exactly. know if it's like their cousin's like brother or something. They don't know. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like just try, like just send an email. Like it's easier to get email uh, formats, right? Like that's how you go about it. Like this firm follows this format. Just send it and like. Fingers crossed, you know, something will happen. Yeah. Most likely someone will send it to HR and then they'll help you out. Okay, and yeah, that's, and then like we have templates on WSO, right? Like networking, how to keep track and could use that, like just use that toolkit and like, you know, like having a massive tool toolkit goes a long way. Making yeah. sure you're following up with the right people again, you know, like some people just like read it and they forget about it. So if you ping them one more time, okay. I got to send this to Oh yeah, the follow-up's huge. Your response rate yeah. is super low on that first one. But like, if you keep following up every like month or every like three weeks, or every, they're going to be like, geez, this guy won't stop. Like, okay, fine. Like someone will be like, hey, you know, get away from me. Like, don't email me again. But okay, whatever, that's fine. Like, are they actually going to remember or care about you if you apply later on and blacklist you? No. Um, but the other people will be like, okay, yeah, fine. Give me your, just send me your resume. And they'll just, they're so tired or sick of it. They just forward it to HR be like, hey, we'll give this guy an interview. Or gal. Okay. 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 You get well, it? Yeah. <laughs> I get it's gonna it. Now. It's going to change it. Okay, good. It'll change your approach. I think this is going to be a good uh, episode to release. <laughs> People <laughs> need to hear this advice like a lot. Um, yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's hard because like you, for people who are, especially people who are more introverted, it's much easier to go online and like put your head down and like apply to 300 places and then feel good. Like you've put in a lot of work that day. But it's actually what's really hard. What's really hard is getting on phone calls and like having to make conversation and like asking intelligent and like doing a little research before the phone call to learn about like, what does this person actually do? What's their background? But then after like you've done 10 to 15 of them, you're going to be like, oh, this is like, it's like a walk in the park. So you just got to make sure you don't sound arrogant. Yeah. On the call. So, um, Anybody else before we call it? I have uh, um, two questions, right? I'll go with the first one. I'm sure this is going to be covered in the video, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, tier one, tier two, tier three, and four, um, what, what's, what's that exactly? Um, oh, the nesting. Oh, yeah. That's Don't worry. That's just the URL structure okay. for the, okay. the URLs. Okay. Yeah. Don't and worry then, about uh, that. You know, we're going to do like an article, right? And I noticed some of them are being worked on. Some are already done. No one redoes them, right? It's just no. Yeah, pick one that's not assigned. Yeah, right. And the second question: Can we see the shirt? (laughs) Oh, the the WSO shirt? Yeah. Oh man, this is an old one. No, I don't have it. Um, Okay. (laughs) Go run and get it. I should go run and get it. Um, Let me see if I can find it. One sec. Okay. Okay. Nabil, I actually had a quick question. Tell me. Um, I, how do I get signed up on Hubstaff? Because I haven't gotten anything for that yet. Oh, you didn't? No. I'm going to check. Yeah, I'll have to send you a link. I'll actually write it down and then okay. send you an email. Yeah. Yeah, I signed up for Hubstaff. They said they'd get back to me like a couple of days before I start. I'm going to start Monday because Ramadan and everything's starting right now. So. Oh, yeah. All right. So it works like timer, yes? Okay, let's go. Great. (laughs) Yeah, and it's really soft. It's nice. It's it's high quality. It's a it's a next level next level apparel. So it's a it's a nice shirt. It's not a cheap shirt. Yeah. Thank you for getting that. Yeah. Now I've got the visual. Locked in. I'm locked in. I came for the swag. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Awesome. Um anybody sorry, Nabil, was anyone else asking questions? Oh, no, they're just asking. I had to send a link to Rob, I think, for Hubstar. Yeah. I'm going to do that, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, anyone else? Any questions? You can... 
and know somebody I think, the, I think the group for the interns would be great just so we can get everyone on LinkedIn and you know I'll go ahead and uh, connect with you Nabil and you as well you know Wall Street Oasis where it says that yeah Patrick well. Curtis sorry Patrick I should change Curtis, my name yeah, yeah on yeah. here yeah and we'll put that we'll put that link for like we'll call it like a networking sheet we'll yeah, put yeah. it at the top we'll pin it at the top of the um slack group for everybody Solid. yeah and then um, that way people whoever wants to network or chat with other people um you can put like where you are and where you're potentially targeting maybe we have two columns maybe yeah yeah, yeah. One thing, one thing I also uh, learned is like, I know like Harvard, they offer online courses mm -hmm. and you know they, you don't have to do the specializations, but you know, just kind of getting that on your paper, you know, they kind of filter things out like, oh, you know, look at these keywords or something. Yeah. So like having that on your, you know, resume, it kind of gives you like, a little bit. Yeah. A little bump. Cool. So, Thanks. That, yeah. Yeah, it's helpful though when people see like they're gonna look at your boy yeah. and undergrad is it can get like that. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's the online course. It's, a, it, it's fine though. It's not a bad, it's not a bad move. But I think yeah. more important the keywords to get on there are like financial keywords, especially for banking. So like having like three statement modeling, DCF, uh, yeah. comp, you know, I spread comps, present transactions, that type of stuff is the real key to have on there. It's just so really it's crazy how competitive everything is. Like when you really see it, it's like it's nuts. It's competitive. It's super, it a lot more than I, a lot more than it was 20 years ago when I was recruiting. Yeah. yeah. Great beard, great beard. We're going to need that template. We're going to be using it, you know, putting it on our resumes, Wall Street Oasis. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get that out to you guys in terms of how to put it on the, on the CV um, in terms of the best way I, I'd see it. And it kind of, it depends if you're like, if you need more space, I'll give like a, hey, you need a lot of space, put this. You don't have only room for like one bullet or whatever. Use this version. I'll, I'll give a couple of different versions. I had a great time, you know. Thank you guys so much, really. Uh, oh, yeah, we're there. excited. Thanks for everybody. Yeah, thank for you guys for the, the info. Thanks, yes. everyone. Had a great yes, time. Thanks, thanks Garof. Yes. Thank thanks, you. everybody. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, Patrick at WallStreetOasis.com. Until next time.